Hi, I'm Peter. And I'm Katmia. Welcome to the This and That Chat. I want to start today discussing the perils of the microphone. Cruz. What? Of the microphone. Oh, God. Okay, so this, listen, I, I set up, I, so I set up and I tear down our little studio space um, every single time we record so that the mics and stuff aren't just sitting out and, you know, whatever. So I take it and I set it up and I put it exactly the way that it needs to be. And Katmia comes and in less than 10 seconds destroys it and then says, this doesn't work right. It's not sitting the way it's supposed to. Well, no shish kebabs, Ooh. Sherlock. Ooh. That's, that's what, there was another word I wanted to use. No! But we, <laughs> but we are in, we really? are a family you show. You were going to use another word. Wow, I couldn't tell. Hmm. You're so subtle. So subtle. It's... I'm gonna. I'm, I don't know what to do with her. What would you do with me if I was entirely normal? I would die of boredom. Correct. So say thank you. She. <laughs> 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 Kept me as extra giggly today. I'm just letting you guys know this has, listen, this has been the last two days where she has gone into these wheezing fits where she is a complete disaster. This is terrible. No, listen. Okay, so. It's because I'm trying to restrain it. And when I try to restrain it, it's just like bubbles inside of me. Why restrain it? Restrain it. Mm, what was that word you said? <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear this? Could you imagine watching a movie and we get and Do you're I, sitting? Can you imagine? Okay, hold on. Imagine being in the movie theater. Imagine being in a meeting. Imagine being in a movie theater and you're watching a movie and there's a funny part followed by something serious and you can't get out of the funny part. That's horrible, right? And you're still laughing about it? And you're still it? laughing about it. That has never happened to me, actually. I don't think that I have ever watched... Have we ever watched a movie that we were, like, dying of laughter? I know we've laughed at movies, yes. But I think dying we laugh of more laughter? at the situation. But I think it's like a quick chuckle. No, like a ha 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 ha, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> kind of like that, you know. Okay, so, so I've said my piece. Okay. I just, I don't, so know, what last to, week, I don't know what to do with her. L- I'm sorry. Last week, we had talked about. Beep, beep. That wasn't even, that was a. Uh, that, that wasn't one. I thought you said you said your piece, so now I was going to say my piece. I was in the middle of the words. Please, and you were like. people who listen to this, I vouch was, for me. I was in you the. You said, I, I said my piece. I was in the middle of words. Okay, the go. The words. No, no. Finish your I'm words. I'm done now. <laughs> go ahead. You know I will not beg you. Oh, I know you're not. So, go, go. Too bad, so sad. Go ahead. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long episode. Because <laughs> we can't get any words in <laughs> except for laughing. Why are you laughing? I'm laughing at you. You're making me laugh. Okay. I know you're doing bring, it on purpose. Bring your mic down just a little bit. Okay. I it am looks struggling. Like, yeah. No. You see, no. it's not my fault. Because you're pulling the... Bring okay, down. look, look. It's That's wonderful better. right now. Okay, Okay, go. so. I was going to say that last week we said that this episode was going to be called... Where we've been and where we're going. 
Where we've been and where, where we've come from and where we're going? Something like that. The past and the future? <laughs> I don't know. Where we've, just, where we've been and where we're going. Yeah. And it just feels like, uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about that this week. No? I don't know. So let's let's just well, we talk. Should, so we should just... Well, the reason we had said that is because we were going to talk about... Well, that's supposed to be last week's episode. I know. but like we Happy were, New Year. But we were like catching up stuff. But <clears throat> I, th- I think we need to say at least a little bit, at least a yeah, quick... Yeah, I do want to touch on it. Like because a quick it's, little... Right. So I wonder, you know, one of the things that we skipped out because we didn't do a Christmas or a, a, a pre-New Year episode, right? That we didn't get to talk about what people's... You know, I wonder if people have traditions for the New Year besides your regulars, right? Which I feel a lot of people... It's like the New Year's resolutions. It's a big one, right? Mm-hmm. And this year's the year that I'm sticking to it kind of thing, right? But I think people probably like to talk about what they're looking forward to in the year, what they think the year is going to be like. You know, it's like not a laughing matter at all that so many people predicted 2020 to be the best year of their life and we ended up with possibly the worst year in everybody's life yep you know and now and now well i it's almost like 2021 didn't happen no no yours you mean 2020 no 2021 you're talking about so much happened in 2021 i know but it was almost like an extension of 2020 eh, kind of Kind of. I didn't. I didn't feel that there was a, dis- a distinctive change. We were in from lockdown 20... in twenty twenty. Yeah, and and twenty twenty one didn't go that much better. It I'm started... saying we weren't locked down in twenty twenty one. There was like part Mike of... moved away. Yeah, like, but there was you know there's part... things that happened. Yes, because life continues. But there was part of twenty twenty one. The beginning of twenty twenty one was we were still in lockdown. There were still, it was a lot less than what it was before. And yes, now it's really alleviated a lot of what it was at the beginning. But there's still a lot of restrictions. Here in Florida. And yeah, and we're here in Florida. Correct. Because there's other places that I feel continue to be sort of locked down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, um, I had read somewhere where somebody had said that. Um, twenty. So there was twenty twenty, right where the whole lockdown thing started. Then twenty twenty one was just an extension of twenty twenty, and now we've got twenty twenty two. Yeah, and so like, I mean, I feel like everyone's perspective like is T O O two. Twenty twenty T O O. So it's like an extension of an extension, mm-hmm. correct? But I. I will disagree with them, okay? Because I do feel like people's perspective on what happens in every year is is a personal thing, right? So if you have your very pessimistic people who just feel like nothing is the same, nothing will ever be the same, and everything is sadness, that's just how they're going to view the world, you know? the hyper-optimistic are going to think every year is going to be the best year, and that's just how they're going to view it. So for me, I did feel a a shift in 2021. I feel like a lot of good things came out of 2021. I agree. Right? So, And then I feel like 2022 is really what I expected 2021 to be, which was going to be the pandemic of 2020, and now... It's the new year and everything's going to change. But so I do have expectations for this year that are different than they were, I think, for 2021. Um, And I'm not sure if any of them are going to happen the way I think about it. But Well, and and we have things to look forward to this year (coughs) that are going to, they're going to happen because the clock doesn't stop, right? We get to those... Well, but you know, when you say that, I think about the clock did stop in 2020. Technically, it didn't because well, we, we continued to move. It. Um, but like if people were getting ready to move into universities, that got shut down. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. But, but if you were attending school in person, you were sent home. Yes, but <coughs> education continued. Yeah, but in a very like uh, graduations. Like, remember graduation in twenty twenty was pretty much canceled. Yeah. Okay. But so our, our daughter was able to have a graduation. <clears throat> well, that was twenty twenty one. You see, see, you what see I mean? how it's there's like, a difference. Oh, yeah. So I feel like there was there was sort of like uh, I don't was know. Was she twenty twenty one? Just in June right now. I'm confused. I know. I feel like you're sort of blending the two and maybe mm-hmm. that. And that's what I'm saying. 2022, to me, I feel like we're putting a year of space now between 2020 and, and now there's, like you said, there's different things like, look, school is continuing, right, for me. But now it's going to be in person. There's things that I'm going to be doing that I didn't get to do last year when I was in school because a lot of those th- services were unavailable. Right. But there, yet, there are still some things that we can't do. So, for example, I have been waiting for two years already to go on a cruise. Right. And I feel like cruising is going to take a little bit longer to come back. Well, they back. just canceled everything again. <clears throat> You know, so, and it's not just because of that. It's because I want to go back to cruising when no masks are necessary anymore. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're at a point where there is, the threat of COVID is, is barely there. Right. And we don't know when that's going to be. Because that could be Five years year. down the line. It could be five years down the line. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, <clears throat> that it, That it's definitely changed the way yes. we do things. And the Absolutely. way we plan our year. Absolutely. And yes. So, but I feel like now that we have but a has year. It, but has it all been, <clears throat> like, let's let's look at it from, the op, from an optimistic side. Has mm-hmm. it all been a bad thing? Because. No, I, because, I don't yes, think you there can are, say. There are, there are situations in this that have not been favorable, but we've learned to do things differently. Um, I think. You know, we got to a point where, um, I don't know, even even as far as what we do for vacations, what we do with our spare time, well, how we eat, <clears throat> what we cook. Like, we, we got, I, I feel, like in the last whatever time frame, year and a half or so, we've learned to cook fancy. And I don't say that in a... In a, oh, using, you know, expensive meats and this kind of stuff. No. Learning, like, different techniques and... Because we... I'm sure a majority of the country also learned the same techniques because all you could do was watch television. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. So then you watch cooking shows. Yes. But we, like, like we learned how to do some pretty pretty cool stuff, you know? Like, I, I, I would have to say... And I don't know. I don't know that it would have been any different, but like, I learned how to smoke meat in the last year and a half at a different level than I did before that, and I was smoking meat then. But now it's like, like, I'm gonna brag on my on my uh, my smoked chicken, but like, that smoked chicken is something out of this world, like. I used to always, I, I hated chicken breast. I always felt it was so dry. It didn't have good flavor, blah, blah, all this, whatever. And now I can sit and I, I, I will eat. I'll eat that whole chicken. Leave it in bones. Because and it's so juicy all the way through. day two chicken breast, it's and still moist. the second day is so it's delicious still, too. It's still so tender. So yeah, no, no, I understand what you're saying. And I would think that... You would be incorrect if you were to say everything about the year was bad. Because, I mean, then you're not looking for the good in anything. Again, perspective, Mm -hmm. right? Because, yes, I think that there are things that are negatively still affecting people. But there are good things that have come out of it, too. Yeah. In in whatever whatever capacity that is. But one of the things I was going to say about vacation is... Um, so 11 years ago, we made our, our, our debut trip to Georgia. 
Yep. Okay. We surprised the kids on Christmas morning mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a Georgia coin as well, a Well, we had a, a, a suitcase as well. Mm-hmm. We told them we were giving them clues. Yeah. So it was a Georgia coin, a suitcase, and a sweater. Yeah, I feel like there were other things. I think there was a map also. Oh, there was a map. I remember the um, map. I don't remember all the things, but it was like, oh, what is our trip? And we were leaving that same day. Mm-hmm. Um, so to them, that was super, super exciting. Like, we're leaving right, right now. Kind of kind of crazy, though, because kids like to play with what they got for Christmas yeah, that we, day. And we had given them bikes. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we're yes. like, leave your bikes. Let's go. Yes. Um, but anyway, so we made our trip to Georgia and, uh, it was the very first time we went. And then ever since then, we have, we have opted for the quieter vacation. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we still were doing our cruises every year, but. Right. We, it, it wasn't, um, wasn't week long vacations in Georgia. We would go. Georgia became a, a destination for us, like a place where well, we I felt. Mean, and I, th- I mean, was it a week? I well, think remember, it was kind of a. Remember, kind of Mike, Mike was looking at going to school to SCAD. Right, right, right. So right. we were, you know, we were making some visits to Savannah, and you know, we we had made. There were other reasons that we were going to Georgia, and Georgia kind of became like our getaway, like our like our home away our from escape. home. Yes, mm-hmm. our home away from home. I like that. But you, because you were in retail before, you had your different weeks of vacation, right? Now we have one week of vacation, and it's kind of like, okay, what what are we doing with this one week? That's hard. It's hard to have one week in in a whole year, you know? And so you want to make the most of it, yeah? Yeah. And we have opted for the quieter vacation. You sounded Canadian. Don't they say A? Yeah. A? I said yeah. I know, but the way that you said it, oh. it sounds Canadian. I was okay. like, hey. <laughs> Sorry, um, go ahead. Look who is uh, squirrely I'm today. squirrely. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so because of COVID, right, um, we didn't have to cancel our vacation. Right. Because we were able to still, because it was an Airbnb, we were still able to at least get away for a little bit, um, which was such a relief in in the year that we had yeah, been through. It, it was so nice to just, I mean, we there were days, there was a couple days there where we never even got out of our pajamas. We went, we made breakfast, and we went and sat on the couch we were watching a movie, we'd fall asleep, wake up, watch another movie, or finish the movie that we didn't watch the first, you know, the, the beginning, and, you know, we, we watched. It's very relaxing. It was it's just very peaceful. super, super relaxing. And so we got to do that again this year, um, and we went to a new place, um, but very, very close to where we were last year in Georgia. Um, last year, we got to see snow. This year, we missed it by a day. But I'm kind of grateful, actually, because yeah. I heard that it was a pretty severe... It was pretty severe bad. There were people that were stuck on, on that, the expressways yeah. mm-hmm. for... And I'm like not, I wasn't really worried about hours. us. I was mostly worried about Mike yep. and everything. Yeah, with his but, <clears throat> but yeah, so it was so... Such a much-needed rest, I feel. It was, it's so good to recharge without the hustle and bustle. Like, we we haven't gone back to Disney. We haven't gone back to any of the, the parks. In fact, the very first time that we have been out in, like, a large crowd setting again was when we went to the Georgia Aquarium again right mm-hmm. now. And it was packed beyond capacity, I feel. Yes. I feel like... And, and you know, it's the Georgia Aquarium was a fantastic experience when we went 11 years ago, right? And we went during the same time we frame. We went during the same time frame, and it did not feel at all like it felt right now. No, right, it right was, now, there were people, there was probably... You were like four like, rows deep yeah, you from were, being you able were to see a display. Like, like 30 to 40% over capacity. 
easy. Which is which is surprising to me because I feel like they were trying to implement uh, staggered entrances. You had to show up. You had to reserve your tickets. You there was a limited number well, of tickets the they were going to do. The staggered entrances would only work for like the first two, maybe three groups, because once you because the first group, second group, they didn't have to leave. Correct. So yeah, once you right. get into the next those next later groups, if those people are still there, you're just compounding it. I mean, so if if anyone has been on a moving walkway. Think about how many people you have to put on a moving walkway for it to stop. <laughs> it quit on us. It quit while it's moving us. Because there is a part of the aquarium where you're completely surrounded by the aquarium. And you're going through a tube. And so in order, I guess, to keep people moving and flowing, they have this walkway. So you get on it. And then it's just, it's very, very, very slow. And it's just taking you, sort of immersing right, you into just the to, experience. It's continue movement. People were everywhere in fact it was not an enjoyable experience this time around to go to the aquarium because nope. it just felt so packed and um you can, know can we can we do a little sidestep real quick mm-hmm. so lunch comes around i have to share it i mean and i don't even know like what is the point of it except to recount our horror it's horror 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 no, it's horror. Horror. Yeah. Yes. If anyone doesn't like horror, this is the time to log off. Listen. We started to feel the hunger pains. Well, it was lunchtime. Yes. And you can't leave the aquarium and come back in. Right. So I, just as a side note, we had planned on having lunch outside of the aquarium. Afterwards. Because, because we were yeah. only going to take a couple hours in there. Right. But because it was so packed, everything was just that much slower, slower for yes. you to be able to go through. You can do the aquarium in like two and a half hours. Yeah. You know, and and then our plan was to go and sit down at one of the restaurants that were right around um, to have lunch. Uh, you know, uh, late lunch slash early dinnerish kind of whatever and we got stuck we had to eat because everyone was already saying hey we got we got to put some food in this and we still had more than half to go can i just jump in real quick because i'm gonna let yes. you tell your story go. okay but so the part of the aquarium where we're in we can see the seating area for the aquarium, which is one of the things that I really liked because it is a massive, there's no way that you will never find a table and a chair there. And they have a viewing of the beluga whales. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can eat your lunch while you're doing that. But they have like this small little food cart there. And the choices are very, very limited. So we're thinking, dang, we're stuck with, you Hot know, dogs and you know a, a burger and a Caesar salad wrap. Yep, a those cold, were the, cold the Caesar three. Salad wrap. Those were the three choices, and they tell us, "Oh, oh, guys, there are more choices downstairs." So we're thinking, "Oh, this is great." When we get downstairs, there's only one choice. It's just massive. Yeah, it's just much bigger. But there really is only one choice. Right. So. Continue. So we go in, we get our food, right? And they have this sign that's very deceiving that says 78 cents per ounce. And you're like, that's so but cheap. You, yes, yes. That's so cheap. So, you know, you get your plate and you go over to the food bar thing and you grab the stuff that you want. And then they weigh it at the register. And there were five of us. Right, and three of us got... Right, three of us got the the, the food that you weigh, and then um, two had specific orders. And everything got rung up, and I just about passed out when well, I saw... Well, when they placed the three things mm -hmm. on the scale... And the total read seventy six dollars. Oh my god! At that moment, right there, I was so shocked because I just did the math right now, and at seventy eight cents a pound of food would have cost you around twelve dollars, which is what you expect to pay there anyway. A pound of food 
I guess when you think about it, a pound of food sounds like a lot of food. Yes, but there was ounces. I did 70. Oh, right. And it's 16 ounces to a pound. Right. So I multiplied the 78 cents times 16, right? And it's around $12. But at $76, that means that every plate was over $25. Every plate had two pounds of food in it? Yeah, I believe it. I I was horrified. Well, we had, hold on, but we also had the bottles of water. No, the, no, no, the no, smaller... no, no. He was just weighing the food. No, no, I think you're, you're, you're. Because I know Nikki had not put her stuff in yet. Yeah, but Nikki's, okay, so Nikki's food was like, it was, it was a special that they had. It was fifteen ninety nine was the, the meal mm-hmm. with a drink. And then she got an extra order of the. Nuggets. Of the nuggets. Or the tenders. Or the tenders, right? So let's say it was like about 20 bucks with her. And then Mike, it was about 15 bucks. A little bit and more. And poor Mikey. Literally but got... that's what he wanted, though. I know. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is it feels like when you go to a restaurant and your bill comes and it's 30 bucks and you're like, but I literally had the side salad. Mm-hmm. How is that possible? He literally had the side salad. Yeah. But we have no choice because we're not done. We have to finish the aquarium. Mm-hmm. And our total's $109 for lunch. Yeah. That you're thinking, dang, we need to be eating good. Yeah. For 109 bucks, we would have had some good some good food. But we ate aquarium food. It was literally <laughs> buffet. It was like lunch lady buffet. I was waiting for the lady to come out to say... Would you like a some Marshall Hoppy I mean, at Joes? least it wasn't bad. No, Look it was for the it, silver it was, lining. Yeah, it, it, it was, at least it, it was flavored okay. right and everything. But wow, how shocking! Yes, I was not. Ready everything for that. has skyrocketed in prices, and we definitely got a little taste of that. Yeah, while we were there. But um, besides that, I think everyone had a pretty nice day. I, well, let me say that I feel like we reveled in the ability to be together is what we walked away with there because we were supposed to go ice skating after, but I feel like everybody was just so over the day of being pushed and shoved and trying to to make your way to the front to see a display and it's and just people like running people over your toes everywhere. And, yeah. That it was just like, I think everyone wants to go home and we just want to relax by the fire and, you yep. know, have a nice little. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, I think it was a good breath of fresh air. The The views were lovely. We had a lake right next to the cabin that and you was, could just walk. it was walk foggy. At we almost had like, every day. Yeah, we had like this beautiful um, fog. It wasn't like down to the street, but it was just... It was just high enough where there was a visibility of the lake and you could still see into the forest. But there was all this like fog and dew that was still coming down. It was it was perfect. I I took many pictures. And yet when I would look at them again at night, as beautiful as the pictures were, I just felt like nothing is like your own mind, which which just goes to marvel at what our mind holds. Right. And how important I feel it is for us to be very zealous over protecting what goes into our mind. Because once it's there, it cannot be undone, Mm -hmm. you know. And so on a good note, I feel like the memories that I have and the things that I saw will never compare to the pictures that I took. And it is just, it was so beautiful. We were, we were literally at the bottom of a mountain. So when you would look around, you were surrounded by the Appalachian Mountains. And you're in this lake. Uh, there Blue, were little Blue docks. What did I say? Appalachian. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the trail that yes. you can go in through there. <laughs> uh, thank you for correcting me. But one thing that I got to do that I've always wanted to do is I've always wanted to sit at the end of a dock with my feet in the water. And I know I'm never going to be there in the summer. 
that's not when you have your time off. So I was like, cold so you, or so, not cold. So you broke the ice and <laughs> stuck your feet in the hole. <laughs> and I put my feet. It was so cold. It was so cold that my feet got so red. There was no ice, just so that there you know. There was no ice. Uh, but it was so cold. And, and Nikki and I went out there and we did that. And I kept thinking, we are completely crazy. A, we could get sick. Okay. B, you can't see anything in that water at any moment any animal could just come up and grab our feet i i i had visions of myself just being dragged underneath the water it was so terrifying those are, those are visions that you have because of your love for disaster movies i think so as well i think so as well but you know for me there was something that happened on the trip that i just cherish entirely and it is that I feel like I got to spend time individually with our kids in a way that I am not able to, especially like with Mike. He's moved out already for a year. It's been a year since he's been on his own. And so the times that we get to see him are, you know, I, I, I know he tries to do it as often as he can and, and we do as well, but it really is just little spurts of moments throughout the years and to be with them from breakfast and dinner and like the whole day. And so even with Nikki, you know, with her working and school and me in school and all of this stuff, our time together has just really changed where. Well, and, and we, we had been, we had this discussion on, I believe it was the way up or on one of the first days that we were there where we were, with the realization that next winter break or next next you know christmas through the through the new year we may not all be together because mike will have graduated we don't know where he's going to be job wise um we don't know where nikki's going to be with well we know nikki stuff. will be in school yeah, nikki will be so able to, she'll, be, she'll be able to come right but like there's still like there's a little bit of uncertainty so, right there. so there is there is that because the uncertainty then causes us to have to think about what what does vacation look like then for us at right. the end of the year? What are we doing? And so on and so forth. But um, on the trip, there were two separate instances where I got to spend just one-on-one time with Nikki. Um, and we just got to sit together. Some, And it was like for a long period of time where we just sat together, both with our feet in the water just not saying anything. It was just like this very comfortable silence where you're just taking everything in. Um, we talked. Uh, we heard music together. It was just such a good time to be with her like that. And then on a separate day, I decided to go on a walk and and Mike came to go walk with me and we ended up sitting at the opposite side of the lake on a dock and we just talked we talked until we literally saw the rain just approach from the mountain, just coming lower and lower until it's finally upon us. And we made it back to the cabin in time. But it was, to me, those things are the things that I treasure, that I just feel like it gives me life. And it's like when I visit my parents in the land and my sisters are there and my brothers are there and I get to see my nieces and nephew and... And pretty soon it'll be nephews, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, I literally feel like this, the loneliness that I feel of not she, having them close. Did she already share that? Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure she has shared with whoever she's going to share that with. But because nobody knows who I'm <laughs> talking about, it's safe. But There's going to be some phone calls. I don't think so. No. Uh, but, but. I just feel like, you know, when you're away from your family and you're close to your family, it's very hard at times to just deal with the with the not being able to be together, you know? And so to me, it's when I get to make these trips up there, sometimes these trips are just for four days, you know? And you would think, man, you need weeks up there to really soak up being with everybody and you go for four days and I feel like I come back full 
full of love and memories and just great times, especially with the babies and everything. Um, so it's well, one then, of those things that I don't know. I just feel like that those are my treasures that give me life for the new year. And well, let's let's talk about the new year. <clears throat> what, okay. And what's to come for us starting tomorrow going forward. Oh, gosh. Are you talking about school? Yeah. Okay, so I've been in denial that school is starting. And I'm pretty sure that I have a classmate of mine who who listens to the podcast as well. And um, <clears throat> she's doing a, a different degree than I am. But um, I feel like if I allow myself to think about what's coming up, I feel terrified terrified because it's 16 months of run just run okay and there's only two two small breaks that you get i mean there's the christmas year, break right and then so this is a two week break. break and spring break right and i'm thinking listen when we got to the cabin i remember on the second day um i was like oh we still have a week here. It just feels like so long. And then all of a sudden, it was Friday. Yep. And we and had we to getting, pack up and, yeah. and go. And I feel like it. we blinked and it was over. Okay. And this week, I feel like I was like, I'm just going to like, like just relax. I'm going to relax. And in fact, I feel like internally I've been so stressed out that I've been having like bad dreams. I haven't been sleeping good. And it's just this underlying stress of, you know, can I go at the intensity? I think that's the biggest one. Can I go at the intensity that I had to this past summer for anatomy class? Can I maintain that intensity for 16 months. Well, I think it's going to be a little bit different because there's more hands-on stuff. So there's there's going to be a different dynamic to it. I agree. Right? Is it going to be intense? I, I Absolutely. Because that's what it is. It's an intense program. You're trying to go through something a lot quicker. But you have 16 months until you finish yours. Um, Mike finishes in... Six months. In July, I think, right? Yeah, six or seven months. Nikki's moving to Orlando. You know, we're, we're like, there's just so much that's going on all yeah. at the same time so quickly that... This feels like a very like, packed year. Oh, yes. And, and so then I was thinking about, okay, so when Nikki makes the move up there... Um, you know, we're taking the weekend off to help her get settled in and all that stuff. And I'm just thinking, God, please don't let it be finals, you know, weekend, because I know that I'm going to be stressed and I want to be present for her moving out. And when Michael's graduation comes, it's midweek. Mm -hmm. Are they allowing parents to attend? Because if they're allowing parents to attend, I know we want to be there. Right. And I'm thinking, God, please. Don't let it be in the middle of finals again, you know? So I feel like there's an added stress this year of like, why does this year need to be the year that's packed full of stuff? Why couldn't it be last year? But yet you go through and you look back at every single year that we've been alive and we always say, goodness. There was so much that was going on. There's so much that's going on. There's so much that we need to do. And we come to the end of the year and we look back and we're like, whoa, where did the year go? Yeah, every year is the same. But I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to. I would I would have to say I'm looking forward to the. New adventures. Because things are changing, mm -hmm. we're officially we're officially becoming empty nesters, or we? I mean, essentially, we are. So it's just going to be you and me in the house. That's going to be different. Mm -hmm. That's going to be different. And honestly, can I tell you that I feel like when you say that we are, I feel like people may not understand that, especially since Nikki still lives at home. But 
the amount of time that we saw her when she was in her last year of high school versus how much we see her now is like she doesn't live here anymore. Yeah. I mean, she's, we don't even make she, dinner for her. Yeah. She, because she's she, working. She and gets then her own food. She has her yeah. own friends. She has her own life. And it's yeah, like. She's doing school. She's got her, you know, her group of friends that she does things with. She's got, you know, a full-time job. And she's, which is perfectly fine. It's, we're glad that, that it's almost like a trial run with us, you know, still living That's at home. That's what I was going to say. I feel like it's taken me a whole year to get used to the fact that things are going to change. Right. And now that they are changing, we've already had a little bit of practice. Because Mike happened. Yeah, like, Mike that was happened. Real fast. But no, no, but but I feel like also with Mike, I had sort of this preparation with him. Yeah, as but well. it happened. It happened really quick with him too. Correct, but he was also very busy. He had his own life as well, and so in a way, I feel it's just he was so working weird. overnight, right? And so I feel like the times that I saw him was really to wake him because he needed to go to work, right? To wake him, hey, do you want food? Stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, and and so I I do remember. That it was when he moved out, I did feel prepared for him to leave. But at the same time, just these little things that I've just gotten into the habit of doing, like going into his room because he would say, hey, please, can you make sure if I'm not up by whatever time, please come get me? Because sometimes he wouldn't hear his alarm. And that act of coming into his room, that was not happening anymore. You know, so sometimes I would open his room and say something to him, fully knowing he wasn't there, just to feel normal. So I feel like last year for me was a whole lot of everything. Trying to find myself, for example, like, who am I as just me and not me? the mother. Okay. Uh, because that's what they needed me to be. So that's what I was. And can we talk about what you found? Yes. In just a minute. Okay. Um, and also like how, how is it that my role has changed now from being constantly needed to they're good. If they need you, they'll let you know. I feel like nobody prepared me for hey when your kids leave it it hits you as much as you don't think it's going to hit you it does because you're stopping it's it's like uh for a lot of people who retire a lot of people who retire actually go through depression after they retire when they should be celebrating but research has shown that it's because you've taken someone out of their routine for a lot of people you've taken away the purpose of oh i knew my right, that, place that was in their society. day when they got up in the morning they knew that they had something that they needed to do and now and it's I've like heard, you wake up yeah and i've heard that it's even it was even harder for someone who works either healthcare or firefighter police um, you know, civil servant, like that kind of stuff, because their job had a purpose that was bigger than just I'm selling paper or I'm selling birthday supplies at a store or I'm selling groceries. Not that I'm, you know, bringing any of that stuff down. And the stuff that I, that I mentioned, you know, selling birthday supplies and groceries, I'm mentioning those because that's what I did. I feel that it would be different for me, retiring out of those, like almost a relief because of the level of stress. But like for someone who's been a firefighter for, you know, 30, 35 years, and all of a sudden you're taking them out of that lifestyle that is very, very different, or a police officer or, you know, a healthcare worker, like that's got to be a huge shock to the system. And I don't, I'm, I personally don't see anybody talking about that. You know, like you have to go specifically and seek someone to help you do that transition. Mm-hmm. But people, this is not, I feel, something that's widely discussed. The transition of becoming an, an empty nester. I actually heard something that some people um, are saying that 
when you let go of all of this, like you retire, your kids move out, um, sometimes even moving to a new state, right? Um, sometimes even as small as like switching from a career field, not switching a job, but mm-hmm. if you're, if you suddenly find yourself at a loss of a job or something like that, it's, it's all like little bits of grief that you're feeling, right? And in different ways, because you don't see it as it needing the attention that grief would need, that that's not the same care that you give yourself as if you had lost someone. And the new term that people are trying to insert into the grieving process is the point where you get to pivoting, right? And so after you've gone through all your, your stages, even if it's, a, if it's, I guess, minute grief, I don't know. It's like a, on a smaller scale grief, you do have to pivot to, okay, what, what does my new life look like now? Right. Um, so just, could you, could you imagine, like, think about like the executive, like the guy who is a CEO or a CFO or a high level executive in a company that lost their job in the pandemic, could not find something else. And to make ends meet, they're driving Uber. They're, are doing DoorDash. They're doing, you know, um, and let me tell you, some of these guys are happier because they've removed themselves from such a high stress place, and they're they're doing very well. Because DoorDash, we were talking about that a little bit this morning, like DoorDash and Uber, and not like these have been life changing um, ideas to the way that people. Excuse me. Um, to the way that people do things, it's changed and it allows people to, you know, make money on it. Like we, we went this morning and grabbed uh, uh, breakfast at Panera. And while we were there, there was maybe five people in the restaurant, but it was hustle and bustle of people coming in and going out, picking up delivery orders. Those are all DoorDash. And when we left, yeah, when we left Panera, we went to go stop at Publix real quick and I saw one of the guys who walked into Panera to pick up breakfast there picking up from McDonald's, McDonald's to do the same thing you know so it's like you know that the the people that are changing over like they find themselves in a in a in a job where there are people that look down on them and say Ooh, you used to be this and now you're this. Like that has to play on your mind. Right. But just themselves. Like this is not what my life was supposed to be. Yep. You know, so. And people with degrees. Right. Like people with like full on degrees and they're doing, you know, these jobs because that's what is available. Right. Right. But either way, I do, I, I feel maybe, hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers more prepared for Nikki moving out in knowing that I'm going to experience those emotions again, right? Where for her, it's a thing where she has me wake her up almost every day. Mikey was doing the same thing at a certain time. And so I know that for me, it's going to be, oh, she, she's not here anymore, you know? Um, and it's, I feel like, Knowing what I felt with Mike, I don't know, maybe it, it helps me accept that, yeah, I um, let myself feel all these things and eventually it sort of evens itself out and you just it also, learn to it also have your kids away from you. It also helps that she's moving in with Mike. So we know that she's not going to a new place by herself. That helps a lot. Like there's there's at least like for me as a dad, like, okay. Okay, Mike's going to step in and he's going to make sure that she's being taken care of. And funny enough, I feel like I I've thought about my mom and how she must feel as well that my brother, my the the older one of my two brothers, um he sort of did that for many of our siblings where when they were in between getting their own place, his house was like the stop, right? And several of our siblings have lived with him 
In fact, two of them live with him now. The two youngest ones live with him now. Um, And my younger brother is, he's in the middle of getting his degree as well. So his plan is when I get my degree, yeah, I'm going to get my own place. And then my little sister, she's in the process of also moving out and getting her own place. Um, But I know that it's been, um, I don't know, I, I lost my word that I was going to say for my mom. Um, it's given her peace of mind to know that my little sister's not in a house by herself. Mm-hmm. She has my brother there, you know, and even my little brother. I feel I, I we were all talking about this, how even though he's 27, all of us older siblings still think of him as an 18 year old, a 17 year old. I mean, 18 is like the highest age that we give him, but he's, he's always been like this little brother. Right. And so in a way you're kind of, I know he's not defenseless, but you kind of see him like he needs protection or something. (laughs) How different, how different it is. Hold on. How different the interaction. I'm making a statement. Okay. But I think the way that I'm starting it sounds like a question. Yes. Sometimes but, it's, that happens. But it's a statement. How different it is for me, the interaction that I have, like, even with my, my sisters, compared to the interaction that you have with your brothers and sisters. Like, you guys are the oldest of, you're, you're the oldest of eight. So... There's like, like you're saying, like you're saying, oh, you know, you guys all look at the little one, like and you still think he's 18 and you're talking about your little sister who's still sitting at home and going back and forth. And like, there's a different interaction. Me and my sisters, when we got married and moved out or moved out or whatever, when that happened, it was like, good luck. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of feels like that's like. I, I hope you make it. <laughs> I wash my hands of you. <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying from my parents. I'm saying from us as siblings yeah. to each other. And <laughs> good luck, uh, you know. And three of us, four of us are married, mm-hmm. right? And it it's just one of those things where I feel one, like two, we're three, four, still <laughs> we're still looking out for each other, mm-hmm. you know. And and to clarify, like my little sister did have her own place. But she was living here. Right. And she's recently, last year, moved up to the Carolinas to be closer to the family and everything. She's single. Mm-hmm. She, she can do that. Her job allowed her to move up there and continue working from home. She's an incredible job. And so she's in the process and your right sister, now. And your other sister mm-hmm. just moved out this past week. Right. And or this week. And she also moved out. She moved out yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she she just moved out, but she did the, she was able to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. She went and, you know, went up there and she didn't stay with your brother cuz I don't think your brother had any more room. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so they, she had to go and stay with another one of the sisters. And that's the thing. It's like you will always have a place to stay. Mm-hmm. With all of us. That's it's just been one of those things. So, I feel like we're all always looking out for each other in some way. Uh, but right now that you just said that, you just reminded me when you said good luck, right? Uh, that that's your mentality. Like, okay, you're on your own, you know, goodbye. And it reminded me of the conversation we had last night with my little brother because we were playing Halo together. Mm-hmm. And he says that to this day, he remembers how you told him, good luck. And oh you goodness. let him be. And so I'll end this oh, podcast with that's how, the story. With the story. Okay. <laughs> okay. Pre, um, a pre-warning. Uh, isn't it a preface? A preface to this story. This ended last night in wheezing. Yes. Which they are familiar with. Yes. I'm not sure if she will be able to keep it together. So. Listen, right now. I'm sorry, so sorry. I have have you ever yawned and you get like a air stuck in your rib cage? That's very painful. Anyway, that's what happened to me earlier today. I still feel it. But so it hurts to laugh is what I'm trying to say. But so many years ago, when we first got into cruising, we 
did our first cruise. We loved it so much. And we told my family, hey, if anybody wants to join us on our next cruise, come along. My parents came, some of my sisters came, and my little brother came. And at this point, I want to say that he was 14, 15 years old. I want to say that's where he was, maybe 16. But I think he was more I think he like was younger. 15. No, no, no. I don't think he was younger than that. We'll, we'll ask him. We'll find out. But we decide we're going, um, I want to say that it was in uh, Roatan that we went to do scuba. It wasn't in Mexico. I know we did uh, um, snorkeling. I'm pretty sure that was Mexico. Okay, because remember it was the place with the black sand in the beach. And I feel like that was was St. Thomas. But St. Thomas didn't have this. Okay, so where this happened was where we would come down on the, there was one side of the wall. We'd come down and then the current would push you over to the next. Yes, I know. I'm telling that, that story. So that was, that was Mexico. Maybe. Either way, somewhere in the Caribbean, we went to a destination and we did a, a, a trip for us to go snorkeling. We said, who wants to go snorkeling, right? You convinced me it's completely safe. You're wearing a life vest. It'll be fine. Mike is a natural swimmer. Nikki didn't know how to swim. She still doesn't know how to swim. I still don't know how to swim. Somehow, against my own better judgment, in hindsight now, right, I'm thinking, I think that it's a good idea because sure, I can do it, okay? I'm going to go snorkeling with you, my dad, my little brother Ben, our two kids, and you. And then and now, no, that was that that was that was in Mexico, and she was not with us that time. She went the next time because that's the time when she fell in the pool and her phone fell in the pool. That was a completely different time. That was a roach incident. We'll talk about another day. Okay. A what incident? A roach incident. What's a roach incident? Oh gosh, she she when she put on. A oh, snorkel got it, got it. thing. Go, 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 there go. was a roach in the tube, and it was... No, you said it's a roach incident. That's what I said. It's not. No, you would have to say the roach incident. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Whoa, we're getting too technical. Anyway, so uh, now in hindsight, I think about the fact that if any one of us had been in danger of drowning, how are you supposed to save All three of us. My dad is a really great swimmer. So my dad was there. And I was, you know, I think back then I reasoned, I'll just hold on to the life vest. Someone will rescue me. At least you can grab one of the kids. My dad can grab one of the kids. And there's Ben. Ben said he's good. We're all good to go. I'll just have to, like, rely on someone else rescuing me. For some reason, I was not afraid. When we go there, they said... You're going to climb down this ladder. I'm not okay. getting any credit. What are you talking about? You can't save two people at once. No. I. The reason that you were feeling safe was because I literally stayed with you and the entire of course, time. Of course. I'm I was saying your life if vest. one of our children needed you, I was going to say, save the children. Okay, go. That's what I meant. So they said, okay, so you're going to put on your flippers, right? And you're going to go just when you get into the water, don't fight it. Just put your head into the water and start start looking at everything underneath the water because the current itself will lead you to the beach. You don't have to fight it. You don't have to swim. You just enjoy the view. And you could really tell there was a strong current. I don't know how they made it work that way that that current would lead you because it was open water. They made it work that way? You're it's telling the me ocean. That the, you're telling me that the ocean did that? Yes, of course. But how can they advertise the current will take you there? The, the currents don't move the same way every time. Currents go either one way or they go the other. They don't shift? Like, today they're here, tomorrow they're over there? Yeah, and sometimes there there's go. no current. So then they would have to say, hey, you have to swim. Of course, and that's why they give you the life vest. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. Oh, Oh, wow. I thought that they had somehow manipulated the, you know, the current. They manipulated the current. There could be 
a motor or something. The ocean. (laughs) (laughs) They manipulated the ocean. Continuing with my story. So then the kids go. My dad goes in the water. The kids go in the water. I go in the water. Mind you, how did you walk with the flippers down the steps, which was like a pool ladder? Okay. I just remember them saying, use your heels to go down there. I was terrified. Okay. I'm in the water. Sure enough, the current's taking us. The kids, they are not scared. They're having the best time. They're looking at the fish. I remember briefly sticking my head in the water, seeing that it really was very clear and there was tons of fish and it looked amazing. But I just felt anxiety over the currents moving. Can you swim against the current if somebody's drowning? I'm looking around. Okay, there's Mike. There's Nick. There's There you are. Where's Ben? Okay. And I said, hey, 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 where's Ben? And you look around and you're like, Ben's with your dad. And I look at my dad. My dad's swimming out into the ocean. He's swimming exactly where you're not supposed to be going because he wants. Because it's your dad. Because it's my dad. And, you know, he likes to, he doesn't like to be kept in like a cookie cutter box setting. He likes to be free and explore. And I see my dad all the way over there. And then I'm looking around. I'm freaking out because I'm thinking, oh, my God, if I go back and I tell my mom that Ben drowned and we didn't even see him drown, like, God forbid, right? And I look and the current again, the current is not stopping for us. We are just being pushed, 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 pushed. I look over by the, the part where people are getting into the water. There, though, it was kind of wait. There was a lot of waves that day, remember? Mm-hmm. And they were crashing into some rocks that were right on that area. And there I see gripping onto the rocks is Ben. Say it like you say it, though. Well, he looks like I just I thought I saw the Little Mermaid in that scene where the waves are crashing and the waves come back. And I'm like, Ben, I'm like, impossible. He is covered in water all over again. Can we talk about those rocks are like lava rocks? They were some black mossy things you can't even step on. You can't step on them. You can't grab them. Oh, was it coral? Was no. he holding on to the coral? No, it was regular rock, but there were sea urchins that were down at the bottom. Oh, my God. I yelled. Listen, I can't, I'm can't. i not even laughing anymore because I'm like at the, gra- the gravity of all of it. Last night when I told my brother the story, I couldn't stop laughing. You talked about the wheezing, okay? But to see him out there, I think him talking back to me is what made, what made mm-hmm. me laugh was because he was like, wow, wow. You, because of what he said next. Oh, no, yeah. Okay, because I am like, babe, Ben, Ben is drowning. And my dad, like a shark, he's on it. You never even had to leave. My dad's like swimming. Leave? I'm still dealing with trying to get you guys up. Correct. Up on the ladders <laughs> and out of the water. <laughs> The current is it's it's like shifting. It's like going around a corner, and I just feel like I'm just being like dragged away, and it's like he's disappearing from me. So I can't see the dramatic rescue. My dad later said that he kept telling him like jump, like jump into the water, and I'll catch you. I'll help you get out of because he was just like in a mm-hmm. washer machine there. Ben was, was like glued to that rock. Like there's. <laughs> There's no way I'm letting go. But then last night, he said. (laughs) Here it it comes. (laughs) Where's Peter? You owe me 75 bucks. Oh, my God. He said he will never forget how after you were like, Ben, you okay? What happened to you? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. You're like, Ben, don't forget. You have to send me the $70. (laughs) But it's like I almost had to pay for my old drowning. 
you don't listen, if you don't get it under control, you're gonna pee yourselves. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I forgot. I blocked that out. I do remember that conversation happening. The poor kid wanted a refund. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. He, never got to snorkel. <laughs> he did get to snorkel. What are you talking about? No, he did not. What are you talking about? He, he snorkeled his way to a rock. I know. And then from the rock uh, to the to the dock. No, he climbed the stairs. No. Yes, he would not. My dad said there he was, would die. Hold on. There was only one way out. I don't think so, man. Yes. Here's the thing I'm Listen, surprised about. There was only nobody else helped him. Listen. There was only one way out. Are you sure? Yes, you got in on one side and you got out on the poor, other. Poor, poor bed. He listen. He. Oh my gosh! Such a he sad had, story. He took a he took a different route than everyone else. Wow! But he got from one end to the other. Poor thing. To this day, and it has been so many years. To this day. I just, that scene in Little Mermaid when she's like singing her song and the waves are crashing. Oh my God. Poor thing. Never been snorkeling since. I'm, I'm, I would venture to say, I don't think he's been in the water since. Poor thing. Poor Ben. Poor Ben. Poor little Benny Bunny. Poor little Benny Bunny. Oh my God. Anyway. Anyways. That's the end of my story. Hey, we started it. And ended it with laughter. With wheezing. No, not I said with laughter. With wheezing. Let's 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 toast that this is what the rest of the year looks like. To a wheezing good time. There we go. In twenty twenty two. There we go. Join us next week for some more stories where I'm sure Katmia will wheeze again at the some point. The mattress guy. Oh my goodness, the mattress guy. Yes. All right, we're putting you on the hook. For next week, come back, listen to the story about the mattress guy. It's hilarious. <laughs> She's already wheezing over here. Poor guy, okay. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We hope that we see you next week. And you guys have a great day. Bye. Bye.